In a world where negativity, toxicity, and hatred runs rampant, two superheroes. What? Oh, not superheroes? So like two regular heroes? Not even regular heroes? Just two dudes? Sure, whatever. It's your script. Two nerds who are sick of toxic fandom have made it their goal to rid the world of negativity one hour at a time. Welcome back to Poptimistic. I'm your android that thinks he's human, Brent, and with me as always... I am your uh, dumb phone who can't even go onto the internet. Anthony. My <laughs> name is Anthony. Perfect. Uh, so today we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of fun. We're gonna dive back into some some geeky news or some pop culture news because uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening lately. Uh, I think sure has. that there's been some people have been figuring out how to get back to filming things um, while staying safe and being good boys and girls. Um, so it seems like we're going to start moving into having content to watch again. A new renaissance? Yes, a new renaissance. Thank you for your beautiful <laughs> words. Uh, speaking of which, you are now a safe, good little boy. You I got am. the poke. I got the poke poke, yeah. I, I got my first dose. I've got to go back in March for my second dose, and I'm real excited. Yay. I, I think I told you today I never thought I'd be so excited to get a vaccine. Like all the other ones, yeah, it's just like, yeah, we've all been doing this for years and years and years. And this one, it's like, ooh, new vaccine. How exciting. I always see like the commercials and I'm like for the flu shot. And I'm like, oh, man, again, just feels like it was like six months ago. <laughs> this one, I'm like, can you fucking put it in me now? <laughs> I want it to be inside of Give me. Give it to me as soon as possible. So, uh, yeah, the one benefit of being immunocompromised is I get it sooner than a lot of other people do. So you spoiled bitch. I know. <laughs> I'm such a lucky man. <laughs> Love having a disease. Um, <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, before we dive into our, our news segment, uh, yeah. what, what's been bringing you joy, my dude? Oh, you know what? Honestly, just like a fuck ton of Star Wars. Hell <laughs> just yeah. Just like so much Star Wars. Hell so yeah. what I did was I went back and I have been trying to catch up on the Clone Wars and Rebels and... Uh, I started watching those episodes and I was just like, ah, it's too much to watch all of them. Like they're only a half hour. Sure. But like, right. there's just so much, it's just a lot. But what I found was there's a dude who posts, who like is some video editor and he like took a t like, he basically made like mandatory arcs and turned them into films. So he cut out all the credits and cut out all the, um, whatever put them all to smash them all together so there's like a bunch of arcs so uh i was able to watch like a bunch of the mandatory like following ahsoka arcs basically and like oh the return of darth maul and stuff yeah, like that yeah um it, as films which is so much easier to just like cruise through than like just so many episodes which it's like especially in the first three seasons at least there's like episodes that are like they're fine but they're not like great and so this is just, just like okay let's cut the fat let's go right to the great stuff the cool thing and what this dude got famous for was um, he cut the final like four episodes into he actually cut them into Revenge of the Sith. So it's like a four and a half hour movie Ooh. where. Yeah, because so Clone Wars actually ends where the last like three or four episodes actually take place during and, and they actually have interchangeable scenes like uh, there's 
the Jedi Council is on the phone. <laughs> They're on the hologram phone <laughs> yeah. with like uh, they were like bitching at Anakin or something. And then immediately they turn it off as Ahsoka walks in and they start a conversation. So it's like, Oh, that's kind cool. Of continu- yeah. So it was like continuous scenes. So, um, so they, he cut it together. It was really cool to see that it really enhanced sort of that film for me. Cause I, I like that film, but it's just not like what I would want it. Like uh, I'm not a prequel guy. Right. So right. anyways, so it really enhanced all that. It gave me a lot and like Clone Wars in general is really well done. It, it really f- lays the foundation for like a, makes the the prequels cooler. Oh, for and sure. And it adds a lot more like drama and character development and it makes well, Order 66 that much worse. There's like, so much more lore and depth inside of it because like some of the best Darth Maul content is in that and Rebels. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Darth Maul is just one of the coolest villains of all time. So it's like being able to like dive more into his story is super fun. I think the yeah. only thing that ever bothered me about clone wars was the, their timeline of how you should actually watch the episodes is real. Funky. Oh, it's real. That's right. funky Cause they, it jumps all over the place. So it's like, you can oh, find yeah. lists of like, well, watch the, watch the first season and you're okay. And then after you watch the mm-hmm. first season, watch the first four episodes of the ninth season. And it's like, wait, what, what is happening? <laughs> Uh, and it jumps, it jumps all over the place, but it's, it's so much fun to watch. And like, even as a cartoon kids show, it's just, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Oh man. Actually the Mortis arc, uh, it's basically they, you're, Oh, I'm glad you watched it. That was some of the best star Wars stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. It takes, it takes, Oh, that. And also in the, uh, in rebels, they just do some incredible stuff that you like, they go in depth in the force and they go into weird shit with the force, like, like portals that kind of can go back in time. Like you can skip through like time and space, like through these like weird hubs. Oh my gosh. Well, that's the thing I like the, the star Wars movies can only go so far in what they show. And like in, right. in, In one of the newer movies, you know, you see a little, like a little bit more about powers that you haven't seen before. And then, like with the Mandalorian, seeing uh, some of Gorgu's pa- Grogu's powers, like the, the healing and stuff—that's not anything you've seen in any of the movies before. So it, it's cool that they're expanding on the universe because there's so much that the Force does, and it's like, I don't know, it's, it's so it's cool. cool to see a lot more of it. So they peel back a lot of the layers of that onion, and it's just it, they are able to explore because they have the time and they have the space yeah. inside the narrative to do crazy shit. So like. If you don't see anything except for one thing, Clone Wars, or if you go, well, I need one reason why to get hooked, I would say watch the Mortis arc because yeah. it's so fucking out there and different than what you've ever seen. And it's just really good storytelling on top of that. So, yeah, they've executed those shows really, really well. Like, yeah. And I'm really glad that it just feels so good. I know why Disney is now letting them take all of star wars now (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're like well we're just gonna pretend like these people were around during all the movies but just not in the movies (laughs) uh and now they're gonna like really just dive in deep and i I get why because it was it's a lot of character development it's a lot of really good storytelling and some of the best content that star wars has to offer and it's really blown my mind absolutely yeah yeah, that and uh, I just have to circle back around one more time. I'm almost done with Star Wars, the High Republic, the first book or Light of the Jedi. Um, oh, nice. The first book in that like a new era. Yeah. And I, 
It's so fucking good. That's it is awesome. so so good. There's been, um, I've read a couple uh, Star Wars books, and they're all fun to read too. They're, it's just it's good stuff. Yeah, they're really putting out some heavy hitting stuff, and and I'm, I feel like they are going into this next sort of um, era of Star Wars with a different outlook, and it's it just I'm I don't know I'm, I'm just really excited. It's it's to the point where it's made me feel like a child again, and it's also sparked my imagination. Like I literally want to write stories about star Wars and in that universe again, you know, like it doesn't like before I just kind of had this like, Oh yeah, it's a star Wars movie. I'll go see that. But now this is really just brought out the, the like light of it. It's so, it's so good. Well, that was, that was when I started doing my star Wars D and D campaign, it was because I had been reading a lot more of the expanded universe stuff. And that's what made me want to like dive into doing a a campaign of star Wars D and D. Let's talk about that at some point, but. Yeah, yeah. But, well, I'll have a quick question for you. Was yeah. there something in the expanded universe or something that, like, inspired you or, like, that you based your campaign on? Um, Not particularly. I Especially, like, when it when it started off, because I had, like, I just started reading some of the books and stuff. And so it, there wasn't, like, a particular event that, like, inspired the story that I started with. But as I continued to do the campaign, it started to evolve into, into a time period, like, into more part of the the expanded universe and so it was uh, gotcha yeah it was a wild ride cool well i'll ask you more questions about when we when we talk about it yeah, um sure. the uh and then just one really quick i um i had finally i gifted you and then i read myself yes. um the mcelroy brothers book everybody has a podcast except you man i cr- i mean it's a short quick beautiful read uh it's really fun really informative and i will be taking as per their instructions i'll be taking deep drinks into the mic eating uh yeah directly into the microphone because i hear that that um that's really popular these days oh yeah. yeah in an auditory uh medium i'm pretty sure our our last episode had some of that drinking into the mic we sure edited the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to it, and I'm like, this is bad podcasting. <laughs> so anyway, so that's what's been bringing me joy this week. Heck yeah. uh, just a ton of Star Wars, man. Love love the Star what a, Wars. What about you, Mr. Mr. Uh, immune Boy? <laughs> um, I'm enjoying being immune. Although it's not fully a moon yet, but you know, you know, it is. Yeah, but um, 70% on the content side of my life, I've been enjoying watching a couple more movies off the list of movies I have cultivated since watching that. So this week I watched The Great Dictator, the Charlie Chaplin. (gasps) Yes. um, Which was good. Really good. Yes. Um, I, I guess I was a little worried going into some of the like. 40s and 50s stuff i was like yeah. i'm gonna be bored especially because that movie is like over two hours long and i was like can i handle a movie from the <laughs> 40s that's over two hours long i guess we're gonna find out and i did it was great it was a lot of fun to watch and apparently uh, well not apparently i guess i just never thought about it or realized that i've never seen a charlie chaplin film until I watched oh jeez so, uh but it was really good i'm assuming you've seen it Yes. Yeah. I saw it back in film school when literally I would go to class and they'd be like, okay, we're watching a movie today. (laughs) And that was how I learned film stuff. The best school. I fell asleep a lot. I was a terrible (sighs) student. Um, But The Great Dictator was amazing. I'm really glad that you, and it's weird that like a lot of those movies, like you think, oh, it's not going to be like relatable. Like they don't have the modern techniques, like, but things like uh, Citizen Kane or, uh, 
um, or the great dictator, like for they they have a lot of those building blocks that the modern techniques come from. Yeah. So it's actually relatively easy to actually be into something that's even so removed from our experience in a way. But yeah. it's just good cinema prevails, I guess. And it was fun. It was fun to see like Charlie Chaplin's, you know, like physical comedy bits, uh, essentially yeah. like showing that like Hitler's like a big doofus and like I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It was, it, it was fun because it, it, when you watch like Inglorious Bastards, it's like this kind of like we talked about. It's like making history exactly what we wanted it to be, and it's right. kind of the same way with this in the sense that it's like you get to just see Hitler be kind of like an idiot and like, yeah. I I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It was it was fun to watch. So I highly recommend it's... it. Yeah, endearingly, charmingly, like, physical comedy, but isn't insensitive in a way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and it was on HBO Max, too, so it's just, like, it's accessible, it's there, like, you can just go and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, And then today, I watched uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, rad. Which was awesome, and I don't know how I've never seen that movie. What did you think of that ending? Uh, yeah, I I loved it. I I love little freeze frame ending type stuff like that. I love. Yeah. I I don't. I guess I don't need to say spoiler alert since that movie is uh, from the sixties. <laughs> but the whole movie, you know, is it's like a it's like a buddy movie. It's like these these two buddies, and mm-hmm. so it's I, I kind of think of like I love you, man, in like the earliest sense of right. <laughs> yeah. In the earliest sense. So of true. It. But it, it was fun to watch, like watch their relationship throughout the entire thing, um, and to like to see their frustrations with each other because like kind of towards the end they they start to get real snippy with each other and like dislike not dislike each other but they start to get real like aggressive towards each other and stuff and then uh in the final scene where they're having like this big shootout with uh i guess the bolivian police they have just like this little moment where they're together before they charge back out to fight essentially one last time before they die and they're talking about like how they're going to go to australia next and how you know, like it's going to be different and the, there's banks and women and like all this stuff. And so they're talking about all this. <laughs> like, it's like they're Nirvana of like the criminal. They're, they're like, like, we're going to go do all this stuff. And like it's part of it is just them uh, accepting their fate and yeah. knowing what's going to happen. I don't know. It, it was it was a really well done movie. It was really fun to watch. It, there's some really funny parts in it. And there's some good serious stuff in it. Something that I guess caught me off guard is uh, the majority of the film has like no score to it. It's it's oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they're getting chased a lot and stuff. There's just there's no score. It's just yeah, just the the sounds of the things around them and like what they're doing and they're they let their you live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then know. yeah, I guess the the scenes that are that do have score are the ones that are either like a. Uh, I'd say are a little bit more silly. Okay. So it's it was interesting. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch, though. I'm I'm really glad that we we watched that one. That one was a lot of fun. We rented it on YouTube. <laughs> decided, oh, okay. I've decided each time that I talk about one of these, I'm going to say where I watched it. So if anyone's interested, you can find it there. It's, good, it's actually a good point. Uh, good idea, because so that people don't, you know, <laughs> yeah, have to go Google their own. Yeah, dig it <laughs> into the Google Minds. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It was a it was a okay. great movie. I Great. highly recommend that one as well. Hey. I'm sure I'm going to start running into some movies that I will not recommend. So, yes. Well, okay. So I'd say with that, let's uh, let's dive right into our our news. For please, today. please. So yeah. I'm going to start. I pulled a couple things. We're going to just talk about some stuff and see how long it takes and see where we go. But um, 
I know we talked about I want to go this. off the rails, Brent. I, Let's do it. I believe we can. Sober or not, we are good at that. <laughs> uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is the HBO Last of Us series, because you and I oh, discussed boy. that briefly. Uh, I want to talk oh, about boy. these casting decisions here. Uh, yeah. The two, the two big ones, obviously, <laughs> are Ellie and Joel <laughs> have both been yep. cast. Um, yes ellie is uh bella ramsey who is liana Liana mormont Mormont, and joel is pedro pascal oh my gosh i here's the thing i i love pedro pascal i feel like he was he's great like he's a great casting choice the rumored one was idris elba and like honestly i was kind of about that i know Idris is such a grumpy dude and joel is just such a grumpy dude that's i felt that like in my bones. Um, so that was interesting to have that like whiplash of like, oh, it's probably Idris Elba. And then the, literally the next morning they're like, nope, it's Pedro. And that was interesting. I So I'm, I'll fucking see it, man. I love Pedro. I, I, I'm so excited for this project. And Le- Leona Mormont, was she the one that was burned alive at the stake? Uh, no, she was the one that was killed by she was, the giant zombie. That's right. So she was the badass girl who yeah. like stood up to everybody. And okay. I, I yeah. think she is such a good fit for that, that character really for Ellie. Cause like Ellie's got like that sarcasm and like wit yep. to her. And that was like kind of Liana. Mar- a little Bella, bullheaded. Her, yeah. 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 That was kind of her yeah. whole thing in game of Thrones. And I think, I think it's a really solid choice. So yeah, I, I will say, without being too negative about it, I was a little disappointed in the Pedro choice. See, that's what I felt too. I was like, he's a great actor, but I'm a little disappointed in it. Yeah. And, but I like, I like him a lot. Um, yeah. So I, I think I'm, he'll do a I'm, great job. I mean, he's a great Papa to, to Gorgu, Grogu. God, why can I never <laughs> say it right? Uh, so I'm sure he'll be a great Papa, Papa figure to, uh, to Ellie as well. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, either way, I'm excited for that series in general. I think it's going to be, radical i i'm like yeah at this point i'm just like look i'll take what i can get because this is going to be amazing yeah i saw a really so. funny image too of uh someone did a <laughs> a photoshopped last of us poster and the the head of joel is uh the mandalorian mask and the head of ellie <laughs> is uh Grogu's Grogu. head. yeah so <laughs> that made me chuckle um yeah so yeah, I don't know if you have more thoughts on that one. There's not really a lot, a lot more to dive into about that one. Unless... No, I mean, I look, I fucking, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to be can't... dope. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, the one casting though. Okay. So um, the voice of, I, I don't know anybody's name here. So I'm going <laughs> to, this is going to be a meandering mess where I try to guess. But so the voice in the game of the lady who is like Joel's partner. Do you remember like the older lady who is like they had some chemistry? Oh, yeah, Apparently yeah, yeah. they yeah. may have been getting it down. Her voice actress is would actually be an extremely good cast for her. She's almost that age. Oh, really? And she was. Yeah, she was in 24. She was one of my favorite uh, characters in 24. She played Renee. What? Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would so be I, I'm right. So, like, just do that. Just go with the voice actress. Have they put any of the other possible cast stuff out? I haven't seen like anything. I don't think smell. there's anything. No, I I do hope that they, um, since it's a series, I hope they expand on stuff like they had the DLC, um, like they could do stories from the DLC as well, like the flashbacks or whatever. Right. Um, uh, I think they could really do. I I'm really excited. They're also well. They did say uh, Neil Druckmann, I believe, is helping um, write it. 
and so they're actually picking up stuff that they cut from the game and putting it into the show and it's just like extra character development stuff and okay um, so i'm i'm just excited all around Heck just yeah. i love that universe those two games are phenomenal they're incredible to play they're just ex- excellent experiences and i'm just can't wait to experience it again i agree and i haven't played the second one i've been watching a uh, a playthrough of it because i don't have oh. a, a station of the play but yeah um, it's fun to watch <laughs> so oh man the story in the second one is out of control i know you had a had a quite the ride with it so it's they really pull your fucking they pull you every which way there were were emotions yeah yeah to the point where like at the end you almost don't want to keep playing like in a like in a kind of a good way like you're like i can't believe i'm a part of what is happening on screen right now you know totally it's ah man it's crazy so anyways psychological game for a reason Mm. 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 okay so (laughs) next we're gonna hop into another uh tv well i do we call streaming shows tv shows is that absolutely it's all tv i I mean you're right (laughs) (laughs) when you're right you're right so this is one that i i think is interesting i don't i'm excited to see how it turns out but uh, Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge <gasps> are going to make a Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV show, and they are also are also going to star in it. I I'm excited. when I saw this when I saw this I did a triple take and then I immediately I was on my phone and I immediately had to like Google it and make sure it was real because yeah. I was like there's no way number one number two holy shit it's fucking real I can't b- wait yeah. to see that I can't wait to put this in my eyeballs I'm I'm super excited uh, I, it's funny because the article I was reading about it made sure to mention like on multiple occasions that Brad and Angelina will not be in it which I thought was funny <laughs> but. Um, so yeah, I, I mean Donald Glover. I love most things that Donald Glover does. I think he's a oh, yeah. hilarious human being. I think a show in that that genre of the whole like comedy action is gonna be right up his alley. And then oh yeah, um, Phoebe Waller Bridge, who does the voice of L three three seven in oh yes in Solo. So oh they had chemistry. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, so anyone who hasn't seen the Solo movie, um, uh, Donald Glover plays. Uh, Lando, obviously. And yep. then Phoebe Waller-Bridge plays a droid. She does the voice of a droid that uh, everyone's pretty much convinced that Lando is in love with. And they have, like, I don't know. They've got the best chemistry. Lando is omnisexual, uh, by true. the way. Uh, yeah, they do have excellent chemistry. It's so phenomenal. They're, yeah, it's such a, I don't know, it's such a witty, fun thing to watch. So I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens with that. I think it'll be a lot of fun to watch. I am so excited. I know that um, like uh, Killing Eve is phenomenal. So I know Phoebe oh, yeah. Waller Bridge. I I'm also really excited to see what kind of what how uh, No Time to Die turns out because she did a polishing draft on that one. Uh, so she is very experienced with like action and comedy and drama. Yep. And of course, Fleabag, fucking modern masterpiece. Donald Glover is just. I hope he brings that like. I, I I'm so excited to see him on screen. I I. He's one of my favorite actors yeah. of all time. Yeah. His co- comedic timing is impeccable and and also like he has the capacity for extremely serious moments too. Absolutely. Um, Atlanta is Oh, Atlanta's so good. 
it's incredible. I I can't talk highly enough. And the fact, so if, if he brings like Atlanta and by the way, he wrote a, a, a Deadpool animated series yeah. that never came to fruition. I know. If he brings the energy from those two, I'm going to be so fucking happy. Yeah, I'd be I'd be pretty stoked. He's he's one of those actors yeah. that literally anytime that he pops up in something, especially if I'm watching something I didn't realize he's going to be in it, I like yeah. I like lose my shit immediately. Um, <laughs> like when he popped up in, in so Homecoming, true. in Spider-Man Homecoming, I was oh, yes. so excited to see him in that. And like yeah. he's even in that, even the, that tiny role, he's extremely funny. I know he just takes, yeah, he takes the most mundane and just puts like this straight face on. And he's I so don't know. good. And I'm so, also yeah. a huge fan of his music. Donald Glover, if you're listening right now, I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, he, uh, he is in love with you. <laughs> I will leave my wife and son for you. Um, <laughs> that's not true. Sorry, Donald. I can't do that. I would. Whoa. You'd leave my wife and son for him. I would. <laughs> All right, next. Next up. Um, I'm going to keep it in the, the vein of TV shows currently. Oh, This one cool. is slightly sad, and I think you and I discussed it a little bit. But uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is ending right. with its next season, which will be season eight. Which, here's the, here's the, the it's bittersweet because, like, last time, actually, I think it was in the last episode, we talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and we were hoping it was going to get one more season because it yeah. was, like, maybe not because of the climate. Yeah. But here's, I'm so excited. I, I, I can't wait, again, like I said last time, to see what they say about BLM, about yeah. police, yeah. about all of this, and then to bring it all to a close with the character development. I think it's going to be a pretty serious season, it I, seems like. I think so as well. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> it's going to have its its comedy because that's what it's been yeah. rooted in. But I think I think with like a lot of the comedies that we've had over the last probably 10 years they're gonna do a good job of making it an emotional end and uh man yeah i'm sure i'm gonna cry i'm sure if it's happen. like any other mike sure show oh yeah yeah there's they'll have some there will be tears there will be <laughs> i tears. drink your tear milkshake <laughs> it's so salty but i drink it uh, i drink it up but yeah no i'm really excited to see just that that season I, i'm hoping for a good a good ending because yeah. that's always the hardest part of it a final season is like if it goes really poorly but usually yeah. when i know it's the last season they can you know make, they have it, time to, make it happen yeah they bring the plane in i i have full they I, brooklyn 99 i feel like has almost gotten better oh yeah over time which is weird because usually like comedy is peak at a certain point and then like at some point you're like okay let's bring it to a close but like brooklyn 99 like you can watch that last season and be like I don't know, man. Like, are they getting better? Probably. Seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's been no dip in quality, and I'm, I'm sure they'll bring the plane in for a, a landing. I, yeah, I'm excited. We'll see what we'll see what happens. I've got a couple other TV shows we could talk about. Do we want to though? Um, you know what I do want to do is yes. uh, make a little money. Ooh, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's make some money. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's trot over to the um, the workplace where we sit down and do work. <laughs> And get paid for it. The ad zone. <laughs> the, the, the not copyrighted by another podcast zone. Oh, shoot. They call it the ad zone. No, they call it the money oh, zone. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, we'll be back. Every day I go to work and I'm just so 
I'm just so excited to be in America. I'm so glad to be in a place. This is going to get dark real quick. God damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know. If I, um, I'm just so glad that we have the opportunity to pay for the privilege of, I don't know, how many is it? 400,000 deaths now? <laughs> I I love that I can go to a hospital right now and I can pay $10,000 for a bed overnight. You know what I don't want to do? Go to a hotel and pay $125 for a bed overnight. So I'm going to go to a hospital and I'm going to have shit stuck into me and I'm going to fucking take those liquids. They don't do anything. They just like hydrate me. How much does that bag cost? $200. Fuck yeah. I'm an America, baby. This is freedom. I got the chance. I got the privilege of just absolutely paying out the ass and going into bankruptcy. That is what freedom is all about. So go to your nearest hospital right now and take advantage of your privatized health care. If nothing's wrong with you, all you have to do is pretend that you're in pain and they'll put you in a room. They'll hook you up to an IV. They'll let you watch their shitty cable all for the <laughs> low, low cost of $10,000 a night. Do you like having a middleman between you and your health care? Oh, boy. Boy, have I got insurance for you. <laughs> I love it when a middleman just takes money from me and then fucking kicks me in the ass. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll take one more. Are you telling Thank me I you. can pay my insurance company and pay the hospital? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Privatized healthcare brought to you by Poptimistic. There is no promo code. Pay more, you fucking peasant. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you use the promo code Poptimistic, they add another thousand dollars to your bill <laughs> every day. Yeah. Do you love smelling like weed but hate to get high? Are you sick of your stoner friends being disappointed when you come around not smelling like weed? Well, have I got the solution for you. Try our new THC-free marijuana. That's right. You can roll these sweet green leaves up and puff, puff, pass, just like Snoop wants you to. But don't worry. You won't get high. You'll just smell terrible. (laughs) Completely legal in all 50 states. (laughs) Do you want to... Are you in middle school and you want to be cool? (laughs) Do you need to make it quick <laughs> and know just the right people and can run faster than them when they figure oh, out it's no. not, not real weed? Oh, no. All the smell, none of the spell. Oh. <laughs> you really brought that one in for a landing. I tried. <laughs> well, the time has come, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, I started this like it was going to be a joke. This is not a joke. <laughs> I am... I repeat, alert, alert, not a joke. Um, we're getting into the home stretch here, y'all. Uh, and vaccines are rolling out. This is, f- I'm so excited. Uh, so you got your poke. I did. Emerald is in phase 1A or 1B. Um, and so she's getting to get her poke here soon. Nice. Um, we're really excited. Uh, I, I, I'm just, there's the there's a light at the end of the tunnel, y'all. And um, we just wanted to highlight like... Um, Right now, in California, as far as I know, and I think nationwide, uh, because California follows the CDC, um, it is anyone 65 and older, um, 
health conditions. Uh, there's certain health conditions, including diabetes, uh, uh, like Crohn's, like Brent had, yeah. like uh, uh, immune deficiencies, things like that. So any if you have any of these uh, issues, you can definitely uh, make an appointment and do it right now. That does depend on your state and whether or not they have vaccines. But, um, God, don't you want to, like, go get groceries again? Yes. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Don't you, <laughs> you want to, like, just go, like, hang out outside at, like, a park or some Sounds shit? Like, so nice. I know. Um, so uh, please just like go get vaccines. Like here's the, here's one statistic that threw out, like if you're anti-vax, like just consider it. It's uh, what is it? It was seven cases of anaphylaxis in 40 million doses. Yeah. Seven in 40 million. And it all happened within 15 minutes and they just pumped some adrenaline in them and then they're good to go. And they walked out. Got adrenaline, by the way, is the specific that you uh, it's epinephrine. This is what, sorry, I say adrenaline, I meant right. epinephrine. Yeah. It's the same thing. But it's 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 basically harmless. There's no, I mean, it's just so good. Like, let's get back on track. I really, I really want to go back out, y'all. Can you please help me? We all want to see our friends and family again. Like, let's do this. Let's make this yeah. not a shit show. Together. Together. <laughs> One poke let's re- ain't a joke. Hey, <laughs> recalling the vaccine a joke? No, I wouldn't. No, no, no. I don't okay. think it's a joke. I've joked about it a lot, but I don't yeah, think it's sure a joke. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah. I love it. But uh, either way, I'm really excited. Um, I mean, like I said, the light is at the end of the tunnel here. Home stretch. We're getting close. Um, let's let's do this the right way. Like, I'm getting, like, we're all fatigued. This yeah. is all really tough. Seriously. I mean, even after you get your poke, like, you should still wear a mask. Like, you don't have to. Actually, they were, came out and said the good thing is that the vaccines are so effective. Uh, you don't have to quarantine yep. after you've been exposed. Yep. Um, but the problem is you can still carry some um, uh, virus cultures in your nose. And if you sneeze, if you uh, breathe, if you laugh too hard, um, you can still infect other people. So there is some risk of transmission. So until this is kind of over, um, get your poke, wear your mask, and fucking let's just let's just get there, y'all. Let's get through it. Let's get through uh, it. Should we wrap this up with a tagline of some type? Yeah, totally. You already got what? One poke, one joke. Let's do. Let's let's go poke and toke, bro. Poke and toke. Broken uh, bro, <laughs> poke and toke. Poke and toke. I like that one. Um, <laughs> but it has to be uh, THC less. Most of them are are two doses, right? So you have to have the first one and then two the of them are two doses. There's a new one coming out that has like sixty to seventy percent efficacy. That's one dose. Okay, so I mean, for the two, I mean, poke, poke, survive was, you know. Oh. Or poke, poke, don't pass out. Um, <laughs> lots of different ways to put it. Uh, poke, poke, have a Coke with your friends. Ooh, I like that. Stupid. Coca-Cola, <laughs> shout out. Oh, yeah, shout out. That's true. Well, unless we were talking by. about like, nose candy, Coca-Cola. I mean, Coke. I would, I would never, Mm-mm. Brent. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, do 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 take our uh, uh, our amphetamine-free cocaine, though. <laughs> we sell the worst drugs. <laughs> the worst kind of drug dealers. <laughs> Welcome back from our sweet, sweet episode. Whoa! Uh, 
we're gonna hop right into our next one here and it's gonna be a movie Ooh. which is going to be by the same director of godzilla versus king kong what and that is a sequel to face off <gasps> oh yeah my first question is why and my second question is when can i watch this? i know i i really want to see this like I watched the I watched the original Face Off uh, a couple months ago, uh, and it's not, oh. not the first time I've seen it. But I just I rewatched it a couple months oh, ago. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and I forgot how enjoyably weird and bad that does it hold up? Uh, no, not a lot. But it's... I do remember watching it like ten years ago and being like, "Holy shit, this is terrible! Yeah. I love it." Well, I watched I watched <laughs> that and Con Air back to back because I was like, "Oh, let's get weird." Um, yeah. Let's get caged. So they've kind of mixed in a little bit together, but no, it's not. It's not a great movie by any means, but it's still right. very fun to watch. Um, <laughs> sure. Anything with Nick Cage, though, is <laughs> fun to watch. I'm, what would you drink watching that movie? Absinthe, because <laughs> 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 it'll melt your face off. Um, All right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited for the sequel. I also think it's funny because there was a. Like, you know how when anything like this gets announced, there's always, like, rumors flying around about it? They were like, oh, it's going to yeah, be a right. remake and stuff. And then the director came out and he was like, this is not a remake. This will be a direct sequel. I was like, oh. What? Okay. Direct sequel. You got it. So. They better fucking bring Cage and Travolta back. I know. Uh, I have to read this quote. He said, I would never reimagine or remake Face Off. <laughs> it's a perfect action movie. <laughs> So I'm I'm really excited because, come on, I mean, especially yeah. if they get both of them back for it. Oh my gosh, oh, dude! So I crazy. love how hammy they went with it. It's, like they really took it's it. It's a wild ride. Made they made creative decisions they, and owned them. They did. I so I guess with that, I actually I want to ask like, is there a movie you think deserves a sequel? Because like I out of all the movies that I never would have thought of that deserved a sequel, I think Face Off is one of them. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't think anyone should re- like do that again. I mean, the funny thing is, I can think of movies that don't need a sequel or shouldn't have a sequel, and then there are shitty sequels out there. Yeah, American Psycho. Oh yeah. Uh, um, oh, I had another one. I think there was even a Con Air two. Was there? I think it was one of those directed DVD or some shit. Gross. I could be completely wrong, but uh, they just make, they make terrible sequels because they can just like spend $5 on it. Cause they already have the license right. and the whatever. <laughs> so, um, is there something Sharknado you can think of that though. Does, that's the one that needed. Does this? Yeah. Sharknado. One? Sharknado. Sharknado had a and sequel. It, that's right. It had five, it had five or six yeah. sequels. <laughs> All well deserved it's a well-deserved franchise so you, i'm so glad you picked one that already had one i like that that was a good safe choice also fast and the furious oh my god <laughs> you're ridiculous speaking of which i'm actually really excited for fast nine those movies are wild yeah and they just i think they're going to more wild every time they have to go they're to going space. to space they have to Th- that's the thing yeah there's, you gotta go there's to space. no reason not to they already did the. this is the last one is it though they said that about no, the first No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this is so good. One and done, well, y'all. Look at us. And then Tokyo um, Drift somehow slipped into the mix somewhere. 
no, it was either nine or ten. They said they're they're literally fit. They're done. They said they're going to be done. They're going to do a ton of spinoffs. Yeah, that's that the makes sense. that's the thing. That, so they're doing. Uh, I could see the Hobbs and Shaw thing getting at least yep. nine movies of its own. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, eighteen at maybe you know uh, max. Also, hot take on Hobbs and Shaw. Loved it. Laughed through the entire thing. So. Hot take, you're not fucking wrong. It was a phenomenal time. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Statham and The Rock. That dumb shit is why you go to the movie theaters. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, anyways, Wouldn't yeah. Wouldn't it be fun to go to the movie theater again? Man. Man, that'd be great. Take your vaccines, vaccines. people. Uh, what were we What were we talking about? What movie was uh, this? Talking about I Face Off, the Face Off sequel. And then I, oh my God, Face Off is getting a sequel. I asked a question. It was a bad idea. I can't believe that I even tangent and came back. It's still such a ridiculous idea. I know. Uh, I'm excited. I'm circling back great. around on it. Yeah, it's going to be really something. Uh, and by great, I mean it's going to just be nuts. But that's all right. <laughs> I don't know if we should talk about that. I don't know if there's really anything. Ooh, now I want to talk about that. Well, oh, well, now we have to. We're going to have to light a candle now. Well, I mean. Don't you well me, Brent. Well, no, it's just, <laughs> it's just a, the whole. Okay, so um, Gina Carano got fired. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about this. Oh, good. Yeah. So there we go. Um, how dumb are you that your bosses are clearly Jewish and you post an incredibly, absolutely disgusting post about I can't like, uh, by the way, like I watched and I saw and I, I was like, oh, she's anti-vag. She's fucking no masker. She's a no. whatever. Great. And at the same time, I'm like, she's not a great actress. Like the first episode she was in with the Mandalorian. OK, that was actually really good. I like that. Yeah. But then like beyond that, you're like, why is she here? <laughs> but anyways, point is she, I that one fucking post is so bad. Yeah. I I was I was shocked. Like the picture that she posts is by itself shocking to just post that, yeah. and then to say what she said is it's it was, just it's pretty wild. She's she was poking the bear. Apparently they were gonna be uh she, they already pulled her from Rangers. Yep. Apparently it was gonna be her show, yep. but since she was posting dumb dumb stuff, dumb dumb things, uh, <laughs> big stupid bad words. Uh, they didn't announce that in the investors day because they were like waiting and retooling. And then now she just got straight up fired. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a, you're a, like a public figure that makes your money off of making content for the people. And it's like, yeah, you make bad decisions and things are going to happen and you got to consider Which who is you work for. And like, if our bosses find out about the stuff that we say, <laughs> if anybody listens to this podcast, I'm unhireable. Um, no, so uh, I was going to say it's kind of a weird inverse situation that happened with James Gunn, where oh, yeah. that was way in the past. Mm-hmm. And since it got drudged up, he got fired immediately. Yeah. So now it seems like they learned from that incident um, and they're like more lenient, but also like not. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting to see the evolution of firing from James Gunn to apologizing to him to backing up an entire, uh, you know, they just filling a gravel pit with money for to bring him back for Guardians, yeah. and then to this, which is really interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's a good thing. I don't, fuck it. I don't. I don't care. She's she. You say bad shit and you look bad. You're reflecting on. Her. I mean, that's just it's it's model behavior. You should not do that kind of stuff people look up to you why are you doing this kind right. of dumb shit i was just saying it's hard to like it's hard to talk about it because it's it's a negative in the sense oh that yeah just uh, you came out of shit and it is shit and it's like <laughs> but you caused it yourself like 
Don't be a dumb dumb. It's fine. Anyways, we can step in shit once in a while, Brent. Let's move on to something that makes me happy. <laughs> uh, and I also want to get your thoughts initially. Borderlands the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's so much to unpack here. <laughs> I never thought this was going to be a thing. I never, well, like, right? playing Borderlands, I was never like, yeah, they're going to make this into a movie. Animated series? <clears throat> totally makes sense. Oh, right. That's my thought, Full too. Full on movie? Blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. Live action? No. And the and, whole okay, reason the I casting about this in general is because of some of the yeah. casting. The main one that I saw was that Jack Jack Black will be playing <laughs> Claptrap. Um, which honestly, I, I'm I not love. mad at it. it. No, I love it. I he retired. Love Jack you know, Black. he retired from acting. He can never retire. He's he is for the people. <laughs> we decide when by he the people. <laughs> uh, he's one of my favorite people to watch on Instagram and TikTok and stuff. Like he's yeah. ridiculous. He's always in a speedo. Um, he's a childhood hero of mine. Uh, my friend Ian introduced me to Tenacious D when I was in like, I don't even know, early high school yeah. or middle school actually. And then, uh, uh, we wanted to be like, so we actually recorded skits and sketches oh because of Tenacious D. So he got me a little bit into comedy and thinking about acting. So like absolute hero. He's such a, and he's a just by all accounts too, just an incredibly nice dude. So oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm so glad that he's still acting. Cause I just, I want him around. I know, me too. I want to. Hang I want him on, in my life. With him. I want to go. It's selfish. Just chill with the man. He seems. Yeah, so he great. looks. Seriously. Um, um, Borderlands. So let's talk about Borderlands. Right, right. So the, yeah, okay. So Claptrap. I'm not mad at that. I think it's a great casting. I 100% agree. Um, did you say you said yeah, there was other casting more. that had been mentioned? Because did you not see, dude? There's Kevin Hart as Roland. <laughs> This is off the top of my head, by I'm the gonna, way. I I'm going to look and, up the cast list. We're going to see what it is. <clears throat> um, there's Kate Blanchett as Lillian, I believe. Oh, that's not a bad not a bad call at all. Yeah, no, like I'm into it. I she love Kate Blanchett was, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Lillian's supposed to be like 23 years old and Kate Blanchett is like 45, but I don't give a shit. She looks great. And Thor, like she killed, she's a badass, dude. Like she can dress up and do sci-fi and shit. Like I love it. Oh, she's yeah. great. And I think, yeah, Kevin Hart as Roland was interesting. I feel like Roland should be a little more serious and Kevin Hart is pretty silly, but that's kind of how I feel about Kevin Hart in general. I just don't know why he's in things. <laughs> I, I think he fits into those silly, silly roles nicely, though, because like. Uh, oh, J- Jumanji, though. Yes, he kills that's, that's why I was going to mention Jumanji. He's he's perfect in Jumanji. Uh, Jamie Lee yep. Curtis. What? As Tannis. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Now I see it. So I didn't know that. Apparently, those are the only four that are officially announced. But uh, I did not know about Jamie Lee Curtis at all. That's what you a, know. They're gonna. What they're, what's that? What's the? What's the ti- like? Tiny Tina. That's her name. Uh-huh. That I'm excited to see what they do there because it's got to be some unknown. Almost like how what was it? Dakota Fanning. I want to say was in Kick Ass, and it was like her first movie, and it, she was like really unknown, and it was just like this vulgar girl you know kicking ass like i feel like it's that type of casting like do an unknown and like blow somebody up for being ridiculous she's great and kick ass she's awesome kick-ass she's the best so part of that good. movie for sure i haven't thought of dakota fanning in forever so that's really funny but yeah no those, those are all the people that are announced so far uh i think i'm, <laughs> I'm most excited brent probably cut out the little pause there but he was his gears were a grinding well, was, he was just watching borderlands in his mind for all of seven seconds no, i was trying to figure out the first thing dakota Fan- i'd seen dakota fanning in i remember uh, I uh war of the worlds i believe 
I believe she was in that as well. I haven't seen that in a long time. Two thousand. That's actually a really good movie. I I I don't know why I didn't really like it. I don't remember. But I and that was when you didn't like Tom Cruise. Man on Fire is the first thing I saw her in. Oh, that's right. The little girl in that. What a what a good fucking what a banger of a movie, dude! I kind of want to watch it actually. Also, I just want to. That movie so badass. At the beginning of this show, you said you wanted to go off the rails, and man, have we just gone down every rabbit hole that we could. Kind of don't remember what we're looking for, but or or talking about, but that's okay. Uh, Borderlands, that's right. (laughs) Almost made me forget too. Uh, But no, I think I'm I'm excited for it because I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, I. I really intrigued to see what like the filming style is like. Uh, like I'm. I want to know who Handsome Jack is gonna be. That would. Who do you want it to be? Oh, you know what? Paul Dano would probably not oh, be that's bad. Not a bad call. I want it to be. God damn it! Don't forget his name, Brent. Um, you know what? I just said Paul Dano because Paul Dano can do anything. <laughs> that's fair. That's literally if anybody like comes up with, well, who would you want to see in this role? I'm like, oh, Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm forgetting his name right now. Jurassic that's okay Park, if you want thor <gasps> ragnarok uh, chris pratt no jurassic park not world park oh um, oh sam neill no goofy goofy motherfucker jeff goldblum yeah thank you oh wow the, he has the gray hair and i don't know i could just see him oh speaking of which i actually just watched a movie where jeff uh spock uh spock from star trek no oh. the new one. Oh, uh thank you um was actually his son jeff goldblum's son and i would actually wa- i would i would say zachary quinto that is a good call i love zachary quinto. i i love and i could see him being just i could see him doing that role just Absolutely. being ex- scathing but also hilarious oh man that's a really good call. <clears throat> yeah oh wow that's my fan casting First thing I saw zachary quinto in heroes Oh, of course. Yeah, obviously. Duh. I was going to say something He was else. a perfect Spock, by the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the, the thing I was going to say about uh, Borderlands, because I, like I said, I'm interested to see in the, like, the filming direction they take it in. Like, are they going to do yeah. like, a mix? Because we know it's going to be live action, but are they going to do something yeah. kind of like a Scanner Darkly where it's got like the... That's what I was thinking. I think that'd be Cell shaded? Because yeah. that, that's the whole thing with the game. Like, it's a beautiful game but it's cell shaded mm-hmm. and it's so different than everything else. But I, I'd be really intrigued to see if they did a style like that or something. So I guess we'll, a really we'll see good where point. it goes. We're going to have to keep talking about that cast list as more people get added to it. You know what? That, yeah, exactly. That could be a good way to keep the budget down, weirdly, because if you do cell shading and Scanner Darkly style, you don't have to. Because like, if you think about it, if you do it in live action, it's going to be huge fucking set. It's like space and cities. And I mean, it's, it's huge. It's like Western space um, hybrids. So. Western. Yeah. So if you do it live action, if you do it in a Scanner Darkly, then it's almost like Sin City-esque, where it's very like cgi stylized you don't have to build a lot of stuff it's just like a lot of green screen i could see them doing almost like a stylized cell shaded and i think it'd be cool to see too but i i don't know we'll see what they do i'm excited yeah i and i think that's one of those movies that it it will just be fun to see where it goes and how it all works out so and eli roth is the one doing it and i he's not afraid to take risks so i think they might do something weird with it i think it's a solid choice for sure 
Um, okay, so I've got... All right, wrap, wrap, wrap us up with what the most interesting one here. What do we got? The most interesting one that I have left, I guess, is what we'll have to Yeah, that's with. fair. We've already pruned it down. Um, <laughs> Hit me with something crazy. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it's not, I guess it's not that crazy, depending on who you are. It might catch you off guard. Um, the Peacemaker TV series set for yeah. 2022, so a, a year away. But um, I'm really excited for it. Yes. I follow James Gunn on Twitter. He's like one of the only people that I follow. Um, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I think it's going to be really cool. Um, cause, and Suicide Squad, yes. too. Yeah, I was going to say, so anyone that doesn't know who Peacemaker is, that's the, the character that John Cena is going to be playing in the new Suicide Squad movie um, and also have a TV series of. Yeah, and they haven't said whether it's a prequel or a sequel because they want because all bets are off in the Suicide Squad. He says like half of the people don't make it out, like don't get attached to anybody, but also get attached to him because that's part of the point. Yeah. Well, so, so I, I I'm gonna say this, and I'm not trying to be negative. I, <clears throat> you know, I love Marvel. I'm like a big time Marvel boy. Not side. But as far as like DC stuff goes, I think some of like the comics and stuff I'm more familiar with like DC comics. And so oh. I've always been really hopeful that the DC stuff will be like really, really good. And I, th- I'm yeah. very hopeful for the new Suicide Squad. And I'm very yes. hopeful for the stuff that all spawns off of that, especially like TV series stuff. Cause I feel like a lot of the streaming services and a lot of the stuff that's been getting put on as TV or a lot of stuff that's been being picked up as shows is just knocking it out of the park because they have more time to develop stories. They have uh, pretty decent budgets for some of this stuff. Like WandaVision has like $25 million budget per episode or something. Yeah. Like that. And so it's like, Oh geez. I'm sure most of that goes to paying their salaries. Oh, Cause sure. they are big, big stars yeah, now, but yeah, sure. but no, I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens in the, the DC universe and see where all this stuff goes. I'm very hopeful for it. Cause they have a lot that they can do. That would be really cool. It feels like they are pivoting as well. They know that things have not been going as well. And so they're going to take the Flash movie specifically as a time oh, to yeah. really shift gears. Um, they're going to do, by the way, I said it in an old podcast, an old episode, but, and I didn't know what the name of the arc was, but it's Flashpoint is where um, it's a DC arc where uh, Flash goes to an alter. He runs so fast. He goes to like an alternate uh, earth or universe or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's dad is Batman and some other crazy shit. But then they use, they use that to bring characters around. It's one of those times, um, almost like say, let's say like, uh, uh, Avengers end game or something where they're now starting to work with like multiverse stuff and like bringing characters back in a different way. Uh, they flashpoint is, uh, their way of sort of rebooting and changing characters. So I think they're going to, they know starting with Suicide Squad, they're like, well, let's bring in new talent. Let's bring in somebody who gives a shit and knows what they're doing in James Gunn. Yeah. Let them be an auteur. And then um, Flashpoint, they're going to be like, okay, let's pivot our actual universe and do something interesting. And um, yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm really, I, I'm really psyched. I'm excited for the Batman. Um, Me I'm too. excited for Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Which is funny. I, I never think they have a lot be, of good stuff. I never thought I'd be excited for a Batman that's going to be Robert Pattinson, but uh, I know, I right? It's going to be really interesting. Well, and we just watched um, The Dark Knight today. and Oh, God, yes. That's such a good movie. It is an incredible it's movie. So, um, so good. 
I just found out. So one of the most annoying things to me about the Joker was the way he always licked his lips. It was so eerie to me. Mm, yeah. Um, and it's hard to watch almost like when he talks and he licks his lips. And I found out um, Heath Ledger, uh, he had all that makeup on for the um, uh, the scar. Yeah. And it was on his lips, too. Yeah. And apparently it was, oh, you knew this you, already. Yeah, but, keep going, uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, makeup would fall off of his lips and then he'd have to spend like 20, 30 minutes being his being glued back together. So instead he started licking his lips a bunch to keep the makeup on so that he didn't have to like do so much makeup. So apparently, the, and then he just, just became part of the it character. Just fits so well with the character. I, yeah, it's so creepy out of all the versions of Joker that have existed. His is in my opinion, the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. That was crazy. Yeah, there was a couple things that I had that were like just felt like I had misgivings with that movie in general. Just like from the structure of it, I think it was like it was very misogynistic in a way mm. that wasn't like addressing it so much. Right. It was just doing it. But I think Joaquin Phoenix was fucking. Yeah, rad. he did a great job. But I especially yeah. after rewatching today it was just like heath ledger did such a good job like oh, he yeah. dove into that character so much and was so just everything he did everything yeah. he did it was so good the oh man by the way the rumor is that that room that role killed him or bullshit I, yeah i agree yeah i mean it's 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 just kind of a fact like he was film halfway through filming another movie and people were like, oh, it was the trauma of being the Joker. It had to go on psych meds. It's like, no, he was halfway through Dr. Parnassus yes, or whatever. Yes, yeah, Dr. Parnassus um, magical unicorn butthole or whatever. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but he was on a couple different stuff, but it wasn't from Batman. Right. He had like completely finished and moved on. It had been like six months or whatever. And uh, yeah, so I just, it's so, yeah, I'm just trying to put that rumor to rest. It was not, the Joker did not kill him. He just did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, he did such so. a good job. Or it's funny because uh, the last time we watched that movie, which was like two years ago, we we then I was like, we just need to watch some more Heath Ledger stuff. So we watched Knight's Tale. Uh, I don't. Oh, I love that movie so much. Hell it's yes, so dude. Fun. And uh, Paul Bettany's in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Chaucer, Chaucer, right? Yeah. So good. Yeah. That was the first time I ever saw him. I was like, I love that actor. That movie is so good. And it's like, it's so yeah. funny. And they do that whole combination because it's, you know, set in the, the time of nights. Uh, if you mm. pick up from the <laughs> Night's Tale. Uh, but then they have like, they're playing like Queen songs and stuff. And like, it's so, yeah. it's just such a fun, fun oh, movie. When I was describing Moulin Rouge to you. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's like. It's like 1800s France, but they use modern day songs, just like a knight's tale uses. Ah, okay. So that's, that's a way to, to think about that. I like um, it. I have to write that down and see if Emerald has seen a knight's tale because it's I fucking so, want to watch it's that. So again. good. Um, yeah. So I think that, and that's that. Oh, actually wait. <laughs> oh boy. We were on, Ooh, we were what on you got? the whole DC thing. This is just a quick side note. Um, yeah. 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 Bullet Snyder point cut me. stuff. Uh, the dark <laughs> Superman suit, uh, the, all the dark side that stuff, cool. the other Batman suit that I don't remember what it's called, but there was a bunch of stuff that it's just like, oh my gosh, what's how awesome is this going to be? Because it looks like it's going to be I, awesome. I can't wait to light a candle on it, if nothing else. That's it, yeah. <laughs> that's excited all I got. Compared to the first one. Or the, the yeah, original? that's right. Is technically the Snyder cut the original, or is the... The Whedon cut, I don't know. Who knows? 
Um, Who knows? Anyways, that's a bunch of news and That's words. a bunch of geek news. Yeah. So I hope you had a great time. Oh, um, if you are enjoying yourself listening to our uh, idiot tones, um, <laughs> please sh- uh, share us um, with your friends, family, whatever. You can um, also give us ad challenges. Uh, you can tell us what to improv in our ad uh, segment. Um, our Twitter is at pop underscore to mystic. And our Gmail is poptimisticpod at gmail.com. Um, perfect. Lo- thank you. Lots of plosives. I should probably get a plosive screen or whatever it's called. Filter. Um, pop filter. Uh, and thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Um, we really appreciate all the support. We're having so much fun. Um, having a great time. Let us know if you have any feedback or something we should light a candle on too. That's the other challenge. Yes. Um, anything that you love that is under that is like underrated or anything that is sort of universally reviled that you want to challenge us to find the good in. So um, give us those challenges. We'll shout you out. Um, to wrap us out here, we're going to do uh, one tasty tidbit or pop tidbit each um, just to just to give us a little jolt here. Uh, Brent, what's yours? Uh, so this is just a, a quick little thing. Uh, Texas officials apologize after accidentally sending Amber Alert for Chucky the Cursed Doll. Um <laughs> Yeah, was, apparently they uh, were trying to do like a test thing, and they actually sent it out three times. Um, <laughs> and the best That's part is, is like, it like fully describes Chucky to sixteen pounds, three foot, twenty eight year old doll named Chucky, uh, and then it describes his clothes too. I just thought that was really funny. So, oh, it's phenomenal. Um, all right, my tasty tidbit or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I can't. Sorry. Okay. Um, so there was, in 1997, there was a Marvel DC crossover special called Batman Captain America, where um, Joker and Red Skull teamed up. Uh, they stole an atomic bomb. But when <laughs> when Joker finds out that the Red Skull is actually a Nazi, the Joker turns around and actually attacks him. And he says, um, I may be a criminal lunatic, but I'm an American criminal <laughs> lunatic. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that even the villains have standards. Like. <laughs> that's fantastic I've never even heard of that I didn't know that was a thing at all thanks for joining us everybody oh yeah thank you were you saying thank you to to the audience I was yeah I was (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay we love you thank you so much and bye bye bye